Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Strangers in the Pines. Um, what do you, th do you want to do, what do you think at first, the symbol or druids? I don't know much about either subject, so we'll just... Look up Druid, because that's first in the alphabet. D comes before S. Fair enough. Let's go. Uh, he points, and uh, you watch as he fires at the, the closest bonsai tree, and as it hits it, you watch as within, like, five, not even five seconds, maybe, like, three seconds, this tree dissolves into dirt. Whoa. Okay. Nah. Nifty. What happens if it hits a person? And uh, he spins around and shoots you in the chest. So, Danny, you feel this this warm breeze hit your right side, and you instinctively look over. And as you do, you see sitting next to you, looking down at the book in front of you, is this orange, hazy outline of a man in his mid-30s. He's got this sort of five o'clock shadow in this sandy brown blonde hair from his forehead come these 
sprouting, curling staghorns. Each end, each point of it is curled into almost a hook as he looks through the book and, and smiles a little nostalgically. Uh, it has been a long time since anyone has looked at the power of the old country. Ah, Danny. Such delightful desire. It is always good to see someone delving into the past. But you seem like you might need a little help with this. You do remember me, don't you? I'm Radagast. Ah, Agent. Welcome to Pineforge. It's a small, quaint town. Well, at least it was before the Cataclysm. October 10th, 1996. All of Bell Mountain imploded. Some supernatural or extra-natural force destroyed half of the town, and now we have a unsanctioned militant group, the Stygians, sweeping the city, taking citizens. Can't go on like this. We need to get eyes on these anomalous teenagers we've been tracking. So far, we've only found the dead body of the heir of the Woodmore estate. And it was grisly. But you know what? I think those kids are still out there. I think they're trying to solve the mysteries of Pineforge and find out what's happening with these strangers in the pines. Well, let me give you some time. I'm very simple. You seem to be having trouble finding what you wish, and... I'm known to be one that is good at sniffing out information. You give me, I don't know, two hours in control, and you can go back and relax. I, when you come back, the information you seek will be there. Two hours in control of what? You. Oh, I don't think that sounds like a very good idea. That's a long time to be another person. You could you could go and steal money from a lot of people in like a bank and then use it to buy like lottery tickets or I don't know. I don't know if we have lottery in this state, but that doesn't sound like a good idea. Oh, all right. How about how about this? 2 hours and I will do nothing harmful or Illegal. Nothing harmful or illegal. Oh. I just want to run beneath the trees, Danny. Nothing harmful or illegal. Harmful to... To anybody else or myself or... Especially the forest. You can't harm the forest. I would never. Okay. Okay. okay, you can have two hours. And you're in in your safe space, in your mind. Instantly, as soon as you say that, you are in your safe space. And you're at the edge of your lake, which is now so big you can't see the other side. And you look around, and in the rows and rows and rows of orderly trees on the side of this lake, formed from, like, this 
cooled molten rock. Like you've read like volcano books and stuff, and it looks like cooled porous rock. And uh, it's a little four-sided building. He walks up to or into the building. You walk up to it, and you're kind of looking around, and you see it's very simple. It doesn't even have a door on it. And as you look inside, your dad's there, and he's sitting in a chair made of this rock as he looks up and stands and smiles and runs over and kind of pulls you into a hug. And Danny, I didn't know you were going to be here. Hi, Dad. Yes, I didn't realize I was going to be here either at this structure, and I didn't realize you'd be in here, but I'm really happy that you're in here. And I, I get to be here for two hours, so we get to spend a lot of time together. That's, I think, the most time we've ever spent. That's fantastic, Danny. I'm a little surprised. I Normally, when you come here, something bad is happening. Is, is everything okay? Are you okay? I, nothing really bad is happening, but I, I made a deal, and I think it's a good deal because... There was good good terms, but everything is okay. And have you have you met the other thermals who are here yet? Are you a thermal? We haven't really I, talked about this. I I don't know. I'm I wasn't, and I was human. I was human. Because people have told me that I'm not human, that I'm like a thermal and, but mom is a human and, and you're a human. Mom's a human, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, your mom's a human. That's she what was, I thought. <laughs> she was as far as when we were dating, but I have, I've talked with the, the thermals. So you've met them. Yeah. What are their names again? I can't remember. I I couldn't remember Radagast, even though I had met him before. But before he was just a floating demon skull head. But now he looks like a person, which is kind of strange. Maybe he looks like a person after he met you. I don't know, Danny. I'm... It's... Um, I haven't... I haven't spent enough, spent enough time with them to understand that all the way but there's Ogan, Andros Pele, Radagast and uh, one other I always forget their name I'm sorry to put you on the spot I was just wondering because you said that you had talked to them and I haven't talked to all of them I've really only talked to Pele and 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 now Radagast. I I think out of all of them, Pele is the best. What do you mean the best? That's kind of a strange thing to say. It's um They're each individuals. I mean, it's they're like I mean, they're like humans. I mean, each of them has their own goals, desires, and wants. But maybe I don't, Pele is 
a mother in all aspects, um, both good and bad. There's nothing more caring. And when someone hurts one of her children, nothing more furious. So you're saying that they're not all good. Nobody. That's- I I wouldn't think so. I don't know. if I don't know, Danny. I don't think so. Just be careful, okay? Oh, okay. Because oh, oh, I let you know I what let, I do. I let one of them take control for two hours. Oh boy. Um. So we're gonna cut back to Lucas and Mister Woodmore, and you guys are have moved from the firing range back into the sort of armory. And uh, he's chuckling a little bit. Uh, good times. I mean, I know it could have gone better, but I can pull like a whole bastard sword out of my back. So I'm hey, whatever works for you. I mean, I'm there's a lot of ways to do this and each of them work different. I mean, I, I will, I'm not going to lie. Uh, your Uncle Midas, when we fought, uh, <laughs> we fought a water elemental. Oh, he was, he had nothing against it. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> s- smartest man I've ever known. Just all, all the water up his nose. Um, oh, no. So, I guess, don't, a lot of, this stuff is all unique. It's not like the rest of, normalcy where it's like oh a gun kills things it, now you have a 95% chance that a bullet will just pass through or bounce off anything you're fighting so whatever works for you so long as it works for you I found is always the best solution okay cool yeah I got a you know I can make claws and bone armor and all that stuff so I think I'll probably just stick with like punching them and throwing cars at them and stuff. That sounds like a good plan. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm the, I'm the one you guys are stuck with here. Um, at least with Evelyn or Midas, you would have had some insight more on the arcane and or the scientific side of these anomalies. Yeah. Did you ever find any information on the, the flesh that hates I I found a little bit um, and he kind of like he moves to like sh- close the armory door but like looks at you to like make sure that's okay uh, yeah I, I mean is it okay sure I, did, I don't know if you wanted privacy or not this seems this is more of a family matter oh uh, yeah I mean that's fine um, did, did my uncle, was he, did he get the flesh that hates too? I, I don't know if he was exposed to it, um, in the way that you were and gained powers from it, but he did, I have been looking through some logs and I managed to guess a few passwords through Graham and... It was something that he had found a long time ago and wasn't 
I thought it was a dead experiment, as he called it. Certain things that just didn't weren't able to be studied or reviewed because they were just inert um, or unreactive unless they were in a certain environment. But something he he received this correspondence from. I don't know who it was always signed with just a triangle, but they they showed him a few ways to start experimenting with this substance. And he was impressed by things like the ability to mutate, to regenerate. It It's basically a virus that turns every single cell in your body into a a mutated stem cell it is weird and and with that you could do so much i mean however he whatever mutated it whatever external force caused the the whatever flesh it came in contact whatever animal animal protein cells uh the mutation the the animals weren't in control and they weren't always compatible with it so i don't know what's special about you lucas that gives you the ability to control this mutation you have um this anomalous power but i i'm amazed to know that you aren't some giant walking akira style monstrosity oh hell yeah akira man that would suck all the like tentacles shooting out that guy looked like he was having a balls time for real like you you need like one of those super high powered lasers to try and cut me in half or something yeah i prefer not to murder children but <laughs> yeah if yeah, you put you me in like a- you could take some of my cells Ooh, if my cells got inside of Danny, then he would turn into uh, Tetsuo, right? Because like, like I got the mutation powers, and then he's got the telekinesis. That. Sorry, we don't uh, need to make Akira in real life. Also, he's yeah. not called Akira; he was called Tetsuo. But this is neither here, here nor there. Yeah, I'm still not f- as familiar with the film as I probably should be. Um, <laughs> but. We should we should probably reconvene with the others, see how the research is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you learned anything new about the the triangle, the Delta Corp, or whatever? Uh, I. The only connection I've been able to find is that uh, a triangle is the old is the mathematical symbol for change and is also called Delta. Um. Other than that, I have not been able to get anything on Delta Corp or the symbol. Okay. Uh, obviously, I'll keep searching. Um, I'll keep reaching out of my contacts. Don't worry, we'll we'll figure out what happened to your mom. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks. Um, that uh, that means a lot. Well. It's, if I can help 
the younger generation have a better experience in this life than me, there's nothing better I can do with that. I'm just sorry it took so much for me to see that. Ah, God, I'm getting too reminiscent for myself. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little more prone to drama than I was uh, a few months back, but... Uh. I mean, obviously you've, you've been through a lot too, so it makes... It makes sense. No. <laughs> um, I'm just I'll I'll stay in here for a couple minutes. Um. I'll, I'll meet you guys in a in a couple minutes. Yeah. Take your time, Lucas. And uh, he gives you a pat on the back and um, walks out. Yeah, I I'm just I I just need a a minute. Um, I'll meet you out there. Of course. Um, and he gives you a pat on the back and um, walks out into the, the main room, leaving you alone in the armory and uh, sort of shooting range. Yeah, as he leaves, uh, Lucas kind of like walks out in the shooting range. I'm imagining it's kind of like all concrete, right? Yeah, um, most like, definitely. Like built to really handle some punishment. Yeah. Lucas just full on hulks out like he's he's like so in so much turmoil over his mother. And, you know, now finding out that Delta somehow is like connected to him and like how he ended up with his powers. And it's just too much for him. And also like he hasn't seen bigs in, in like weeks. And so he just like turns into like full on Titan mode and just starts smashing these like punching dummies, but they're like the size of his fist and they're just like flying back and forth. And he's just like trashing the place, but not like destroying things. Cause it's all made of concrete, but just like having a Hulk out moment. Um, I think from the outside, they just hear like a lot of like, like super bassy, like thuds and smashes. You finally calm down. Not, not really, but you just, you get to that point when you, you just are panting and there's just nothing left to smash. And, and that, that moment when anger changes into just sadness and, and fear when that, that moment kind of wells over. Yeah, I think like as that's happening, literally his size is just like reverting back and he's just on his knees there. It's okay. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. I'll find, I'll find her. I'll find her. I'll find you, Biggs. I'll find mom. Oh, God. I wish you were, were here, dad. This is, this is so hard. This, this is just so, so hard. You stay in there for a little bit. And, uh, Dottie, where you, we cut back to you and you, have finished up your conversation with Liz and um, you guys are like walking, kind of walking out from where you were talking and you see uh, Mr. Woodmore leaving the armory and he's got this strange weapon on his back. What are you looking to do now? Now that you finish your conversation with Liz? Uh, well, I'm going to be looking to a find the research group, but I would also like a pair of scissors or even shears. Uh, you find those 
easy enough. I mean, just asking, like, uh, Mr. Woodmore, he grabs one out of a pair of desk and hands them over. Very quickly, if I can, I will try to grab my hair and cut off a significant amount of the growth so I can try to get my hair back to um, about shoulder length as quickly as possible. It will not be a good haircut. I do not know if I need to roll for this. Uh, no, you just you do it. Grab your hair, kind of pull it into a rough ponytail and just cut off the excess as it drops to the floor. And um, is this the first time Dottie's cut her own hair? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's never really had to do this and she's not good at it. So I figured this is probably something that's a little more stressful to you. Um, seeing as your body changed and you weren't expecting it, and now you're you're trying to get back to a sense of normal. So, as you you cut your hair off and you're kind of looking around, uh, Liz pulls out like a small pocket mirror and shows you, and your hair is close is closer to where it was before you changed. Um, you know, I was just uh, looking at uh, uh. Danny's hair, you know, after my comment about it. And uh, I figured, you know, I could stand to use a trim myself in the 30 minutes. You know, hair grows fast. Did you know that, Liz? Hair grows fast. She gives you, like, a bit of a, like, you can't tell. She's not super expressive, but it, it looks like kind of a mix of, like, sad and knowing. And just, like, gives you a nod. Yeah, yeah, I guess hair can grow pretty fast. Anyway, let's never talk about this again. Uh, let's go find uh, Danny and uh, Mark and let's uh, let's sh- share some notes because I think I have some. As you do this, uh, you hear a voice call from kind of the library area. Um, guys, uh, you're going to want to come see this. OK, I go over there. Uh, yeah, you you all run over there and um, you see Mark uh, kind of sta- standing at one of these reading tables. And next to him is Danny. As you look, you look at this scene. The first thing you notice is out of Danny's head are these spiraling massive deer antlers. And they aren't shaped in any way like real deer antlers they they instead of curling and twisting they are more wavy as they go up his head and you realize that it they, these antlers look almost like if like the drawing of two small bouts of flame as uh, Danny kind of turn, turns and looks at you, you all, and gives a big smile. And as he looks at you all, his eyes are that white, hot, burning molten silver, like when he uses his power. And uh, he goes, oh, hello there. Danny, I know I said you should cut your hair a bit, but this is a bit extreme. Ah, I see. Um, is that confusion? No, I'm, I am not Danny. 
Oh, that's very unfortunate. Please get out of my friend. Who are you? I'm Redegast. It's fantastic to make your acquaintance. Wait, isn't that a character in The Hobbit? Never mind. Um, what no. Is... N- no, I'm not going to shake your hand. Who? Why are you in my... Ah, fair enough. Wait, Danny... Danny, is this just another other personality like the jerk who was being a jerk? Who was being a jerk, you know? Danny, is this still you? No, I'm a... No, I'm Bradegast, not Danny. (laughs) I'm not sure who this jerk was or what a jerk is. Did he pull on you? But... No, I am Radiast. I, uh, I okay. Um, I need Danny though because I need to study and try and find a druid. Um, and I was doing that with Danny as opposed to Spartacus or whatever your name was. Radiast, and while I am not a druid, I talked with Danny and. Here's the information that he was seeking. And you watch as he opens uh, his hand and this flame fills it in. But it's a square. And uh, after a few seconds, it manifests this sort of fiery, not not like burning. It's not hot or anything, but just like a book made of fire. And he slowly opens through it. And uh, he smiles and uh, grabs a pen and paper and... Uh, writes something writes something down um, out of this book and then he closes the book and it disappears as he passes it over and uh, you see the symbol from the trees and uh, goes here you are it is um, a old symbol one I'm amazed that this sort of language is still going around as much I, I look to Liz and I kind of like, kind of say to her, uh, I mean, what's your take on this? As the resident curmudgeon, is this okay? Um, I know, but whatever it is, it seems friendly. And Redigus is like, I'm, uh, I'm. I'm Redegas, not an it, um, if you would be so kind. Um, you you don't suck blood, do you? you? Can you eat garlic bread? I'm quite particular to the aromatic and succulent taste of a delightful garlic dish. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, you, you, ever, you, you ever have a friend named Vlad Tapas? No, I'm... Okay, I'm sorry. That was probably vaguely... This is weird. Um... A lot of these things are weird, but I'm so delighted to be out, be back into the world for a little bit to continue my studies. Ah, delightful. I've... I, I must apologize. Danny will be back in one hour and 53 minutes. Keep talking. 
Keep talking to him, Dottie. Um, so, uh... <laughs> I was going to anyway. Um, uh, you a big fan of architecture? <laughs> I delight in all knowledges. Architectural, um, engineering, materialistic, absolutely. Well, um, so... I'm quite impressed with what you have here. It's just delightful. And it uh, is... This? It's... Well, there's better. I mean, for one, you, you get more... Much more ornamentation with wood. I mean, it ages more. It has more give. It feels more natural. It generally puts people at ease. Uh, why, why is everybody except Radagast giving me a look? Uh, Eric, like... He goes, they do not understand the craft. It is uh, unappreciated in our time. Do not. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, is there anything like really more important than where you live? I mean, that's where you're spending most of your time. So, yes, you obviously want something inhabitable. And then the way we've treated how our environment when we're at home, how it has changes over the years, usually in responses to war and stuff, and how we've now kind of reached this new era where we don't have to worry about war so much and how that no affects our war. living space. Uh, really? Uh, just a minor war here or there. I mean, there's, there's bad stuff happening elsewhere, but other than recently, well, I mean, then again, uh... I guess uh, our town just turned into a war zone, didn't it? Straight out of 1941. 1940. Ooh. It's 1996. I, well. When's the last time you were out? With human calendars. Um, <sighs> that's, that's a hell of a sentence. <laughs> mm. Around, I think, 1500 AD. Well, like when the bubonic plague was still circulating a little bit, and we just discovered the new world, and... I think that would have been before the Reformation. Holy. Do you know about Protestants? What? I'm, uh, no. What is a... <laughs> oh, boy. Do you know about democracy? Of course. <laughs> I spent many days um, within the the forums of Athens. It was well, a wonderful place. Well, I mean, we allow more people to vote than just landowners now. Um... Ooh, uh, wow! Fantastic! Oh boy! Oh oh boy! This this is a lot. Hey, Mark, how are you taking this? This is a lot. Um, it, yeah, it's a lot. Um, oh, we can't have Lucas around him. He'll, I, I I don't know. I don't know what Lucas will do. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, of course, don't don't do not be afraid or worried. I would be pleasant and polite and prompt. I, as per our deal, I will cause no harm and do nothing illegal. 
I kind of almost want you to stay, but then I like Danny. Ah, uh, oh boy. Well, you could always convince him. I'm with him. I, I, I think that him. would be rude. I don't think he would like me a lot if I did that. I, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll discuss this. Right now, there, there is any moment a random hunter in this town, although I don't know why you would keep hunting around here after a huge natural disaster. Wouldn't you be afraid a deer was drinking some contaminated water or something? But people apparently just go about their whims, you know, hunting things. Uh, but they're about to turn into a deer. And, you know, that's kind of neither here nor there, but we might not be able to revert it back. Okay, who is this guy? You know I'm, who this guy is, then. I am Radagast. No, no, no. You said symbol. Oh, of course. It is used by the druids. No shit. <laughs> it is a symbol for protection and animation. It is rather easy to dispel. So, I will warn going up against druids can be rather tricky. Um, this is their home domain. Um, although with certain incantations, they tend to be rather unpowerful. Um, uh, what kind of incantations? No reason, no reason, no reason. But what kind of incantations should I avoid? Oh, well... The deal was for this particular time I've come around to just give you the information around this symbol. If you can convince Danny to let me out again, I might be more willing to share a few more things. Mm. I don't mean to be I rude, see but now. I don't have much agency in my situation, and I would like to keep whatever agency I can. Ah, in the 16th century, things were still very much in a barter phase. Yes, yes, I see now. But... Um, fine, well, dis but, um, druids, any other thoughts on druids? I, no reason, no reason, just general thoughts. You mentioned domains. Um, well, this, he kind of motioned, well, I guess, are we on... As, well, my most recent interactions with humans, they called this Earth. Um, are we still there? I remember vaguely Danny going through portals, but I'm, well, a little bit nonplussed about the uh, experience. How do you mean? Well, I didn't... <laughs> To be honest, uh, I didn't get a good view, so I'm a little unawares of where I am. Oh, um, you're in, uh, the new world. Um. New, new to Europeans, of course. I, oh, you knew about that, huh? Uh, yes, yes. I spent many a time going through... Um, spending time with the Aztecs and the Incas, I had a particular fondness for the Suaks they were. The mound structure I found incredibly intriguing. Huh? Nice. Um, but, uh, you are in, um, 
the northern continent of North America to the north, sort of northwest, not northwest enough to be Alaska, but you probably don't know what an Alaska is. Mm, I cannot say that I know of Alaska. About two thirds up the coast of North America. And uh, it's 1996. That is a long time to not be here. Uh, you, you mostly missed a lot of revolutions and wars and uh, the Shice. nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb? Um, uh, there yeah. will be more, t- more time later. I intend to yes, continue yes. my studies now that I am able to not be trapped underneath that that forsaken volcano. Wait, 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 wait a second, though. Aren't you from the other world? Other? <sighs> you went through a dimensional portal of some sort. Yes. Then, yes, I would say that. Okay, well then, uh, that just adds even more complications. Just forget what I'm saying. I mean, this is, this is gonna take more than, you know, an hour and 45 or an hour 30, wherever we're at. Hour 36. Uh, Keeping very diligent count. Um, well, but druids, domains. Actually, domains are pretty important. Don't you think so, Liz? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, playing on your home field. Yeah, I mean, uh, it would be nutty if somebody else had a home field and then we could force them to deal with us there. I guess I would need to. Oh, shit. Well, unless you are willing to leave your planet or dimension, that would be, well, a little more, a little more difficult, one might say. I think I know where my domain is, and nope, we can't go there. Anyway. Anyway, I made a deal with uh, your compatriot, Danny. I was allowed to go explore while I was in here, so long as I was, I didn't harm and didn't do anything. I will do the courtesy of coming back once I have finished my stint in his... uh, in our vessel, but it has been a pleasure, but I must be leaving now, if you would be so kind as to show me the exit. No, you're not going anywhere. Like, if Danny wakes up and he's suddenly, like, in a sewer or something. Or... Oof, no. Oh, I would not go into a sewer. Or, or, I mean... No, we're trying to solve a mystery. There's a wild druid who's on a rampage. Ooh. That sounds intriguing. Right? Don't you want to do that and hang out with us as opposed to go out on your lonesome and suddenly discover what nuclear bombs are? You need not patronize me. I'm I'm very well aware that you are now trying to detain me, and... (sighs) You are using my friend's body, and I am trying to be chill about it, because you are 
uh, rather not chill. You won't know what that means. I'm trying to be nice about it. And you seem nice. But at the same time, no, I don't really trust Danny to be alone with his body. I am definitely not going to trust somebody <laughs> else to be alone with his body. What the hell? <laughs> well, I know why Danny wanted to get out of here. <laughs> but very well, I told him I would not harm anyone and I would not do anything illegal. So let us go face a druid. All right, then. So, but this symbol is, it tells you something about this druid? Ah, they're old. They've studied and do not know how the druids have fared over the centuries I've been gone. But this one was instructed in uh, the old ways. Well, old to them, maybe. Uh... So I would be remiss if I didn't think that they hadn't been alive more than at least one millennium. Okay. Could you give me just one second? I don't really think I have a choice in the matter. Uh, you don't. It's okay. Give me just a second. And I kind of turned Liz and kind of scoot her away a little bit. And it's like, I know you don't like to do things impromptu, but... We have an hour with this person who might be the only person who is old enough to talk to this druid. I think, to pardon the pun, we need to strike while the iron is hot. I'm not going to lie, Dottie. I don't have anything to say about yeah, yeah, you're right on this one. <laughs> this is OK. Yeah. Well, and but we're sticking together. Yeah. And I'm sorry. That I didn't stick. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Mark, you... Mark, could you go get uh, Lucas? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go get him. Um, okay. And Brad Guest was like, thank you. Um, all right. I'm, I, I wasn't trying to be patronizing. I, I, I just, I'm very... I'm very no. concerned. Things are very strange for us in this time. It's unusual for us. This is not my first time experiencing the fear of humans. Do not worry. I understand. It is a condition of your people. Ah, that that's you. Uh, that's uh, you returning the patronizing. Ah, well played. Well played. All right. I think with that, uh, Lucas comes out from the armory and he just sees everyone kind of like standing around Danny as like people sort of part away as Lucas is coming up. He sees these massive horns kind of coming out of Danny's head and he's just like, whoa, damn. Uh, what did I miss? Hello, I'm Vredegast. Oh, boy. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.